0: Perhaps you have a loved one who's close to death, and you'd like to know what's happening. Are you on the path to fulfill your life's purpose? No matter where you are in the world, take a journey to the other side and ask Julie Ryan.
1: Hi, everybody. Welcome to the Ask Julie Ryan Show. I'm Julie, your host, and I'm delighted you could join us this 4th of July week. Today is the 5th of July, the day after the 4th. And um, we're going to go ahead and do a show this week anyway. I think a lot of people are on vacation. I'm not one of them, but we had fun yesterday. We um, had some friends over and had barbecue, of course. And then um, our grandson, Max, went with Tim and me, and we went to see the fireworks. And our local fireworks in the suburb that we live in of Birmingham – They didn't do it this year. They said there were budget cuts, which we thought was bizarre. But anyway, so we went to the big ones that were downtown, and they called it Thunder on the Mountain. Birmingham's really mountainy. And so we sat on a ridge across this valley from where the fireworks were going off. And the best part about the whole thing was... Amazing view, probably 72 degrees at 9 o'clock at night. No humidity. It was amazing. And the funniest thing of all was, uh, for the on, for the finale. They played Sweet Home Alabama, which was just hilarious. They had a simulcast thing going on with the, on the radio station that they were broadcasting where we were sitting. We were sitting in the parking lot of a church. And uh, so it was just a blast. Lovely, lovely time. And I hope you had a great time where you were, too, yesterday. My intention in doing this show is to provide information, insight, and comfort to people around the world by helping to answer life's unanswerable questions. And we have several callers that have joined us already, but before I get to them, we have a winner. It's the first Thursday of the month. So we have a winner of a free session, and that is um, somebody who goes by the name of Gina 3606. Again, Gina3606, you have won an hour consult with me for free, it's worth $155, and so email me, Julie at com, and we will set up a date and time for us to um, do your session and for you to, to collect on your prize, how about that? For the rest of you, if you'd like a free session, just you just have to do three easy things. Follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan, write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at AskJulieRyan, and then subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. So those are all easy to do. And then I announce a winner. I pick a winner every uh, month and announce it on the first Thursday of the month. And the reason I'm doing this, everybody, is because I'm so grateful to all of you that listen. And I understand that $155 to a lot of people is a lot of money. So I just want to give you the opportunity to have a free session. And it's just, I'm so appreciative of all of you listening and calling in and submitting questions and all of that. So let's go to the phones,
2: and I believe our first caller is Susie. Hi, Suze. Thank you, Julie, for taking my call. You and, uh, How I, are I, you? Yeah, I'm good, thanks. I just um, have a couple of different questions. One is about, you know, when reading your book, and I loved your book, and like a celestic, I put a review on, gave me five oh, stars, and I really thank loved you. it. It was thank so you. comforting and, and so fascinating. And, you know, I have, I've lost four people really close to me in the past year and I these are people who would pray for my son or for me and so now that they've passed and I do believe in the power of prayer so I, I really appreciated their prayers so now I'm wondering once someone passes for instance while my son's up to bat sometimes I'll say okay thank you Stan and Donna and Richard and Betty for blessing him and I'm wondering once they've passed are they able to still pray, you know bless him or help him or you know the power of prayers when they were alive I totally believed in so now that they've passed I'm just wondering if they still are able to pray for us or bless us it's kind of I don't know if I'm articulating it properly but am I making sense about that great question great
1: question and the answer is yes because prayer is just energy and when we Uh all focus on something uh, we're just sending energy to the person who's going through whatever. Like if we pray for somebody who's having surgery or we pray for somebody who, like your son, is is hoping to play in the big leagues, play baseball mm-hmm. in the big big leagues, that kind of thing. It's all energy, and whether the energy is coming from our spirit when we're alive in a human body, so when we're a spirit in human form or whether the energy is coming from our spirit when we're just in spirit form, it's the same thing. Does
2: that make sense? Okay. Okay. So, I mean, the co- did they have any other ability? Like, are they kind of like angels now where they can have even more ability than when they're praying when they're alive? Or is it kind of the same hmm, Good energy? question. I don't, I don't know that I've ever been asked that. I
1: was raised Roman Catholic, and I'm a practicing Roman Catholic right now, Susan. Mm-hmm. And I, I always, my whole life, was told, well, whoever the deceased loved one is, is your, you know, your angel or your advocate uh-huh. in heaven. And, um, and I, I heard that my whole life as a kid growing up and what i believe now is that we all have the same ability we all have the same hotline to the spirit world and to heaven and to god and to the universe and all of that so let me ask the question do do spirits when they're in pure spirit form have extra abilities um from an energy perspective i get to know they have less And Mm -hmm. I've heard, Susie, from my mentor and teacher that when we're in, when we're spirits in a body, so when we're spirits having a human experience, we're in the middle of that, we have way more power than spirits just in non-physical, obviously excluding God and, you know, Mm -hmm. that part of the equation. But um, I think it's pretty similar. As far as if you mm-hmm. have an intention and you're asking them to intervene or pray for you or pray for your son or whomever. Mm-hmm. I will tell you, and you, I don't know if you've gotten to this part in my book yet or not. Definitely, yeah, yeah. Oh, great, right, okay. When I am in the operating room, either mm-hmm. when I was during my career physically, because I'm an inventor of surgical devices, so I was in the operating room a lot in 35 uh-huh. years, in and out, developing products or teaching reps how to teach the doctors and the staff how to use my products and jazz like that. I can tell you that when I scanned the room energetically that I could always tell how much prayer was being said for somebody because there, it always correlated with how many spirits were in the OR with the page I
2: loved. The most in your yeah. book. That very page I have highlighted and I've shared that with so many friends. And that's where my question comes from actually is yeah. from hearing that. And I loved that. Yeah. That and so, so awesome.
1: I um I have a dear friend who had surgery a couple of days ago, and it was a pretty serious surgery. And so when I have something big going on, I mean, I'm all about the prayer thing. Let's get the prayer chains going. And I even contact the mother house of an order of nuns in Nashville where that educated my son. And... Uh-huh. um you know, and I'm a benefactor of theirs. And I call and I say, okay, I need you to put this prayer request up on the big board. That's what I call it. And they mm-hmm. laugh. But they have convents. I think they've got them, um, I forget how many countries. They've got 50 or 60 convents around the world. And they have schools at most of them. So especially during the school year, I got all those nuns praying. We got all those thousands of kids praying all over the
2: world. It's a, there's mm-hmm. a huge, huge effect on that. Well I um, love that. I love like I said, that's yeah. my very very favorite page in the book and I mean oh, I, I love the whole thing, but that was yeah. so special. And and I'm wondering if if Stan, my friend Stan who's ninety three and passed away uh, about what was it, three, four weeks ago, whether he um, has any messages from for his wife or for me or if he's okay. can share anything?
1: Yeah, absolutely. One more one more comment about my friend that had surgery Suze. I scan him of course. When he was in the operating room and I was texting back and forth with his wife and saying, okay, here's what they're working on and here's what they're doing. And, oh, by the way, his mother's, deceased mother's there, his deceased dad's there, his grandparents were there. I mean, his wife's deceased dad was there. And then thousands of spirits of family and friends. I mean, they look like dots on the horizon. There were so many of them. (laughs) But I knew knew there were so many prayers being said for him. And what they do is they're there to support the person. Mm -hmm. So the cool thing about your friends who are deceased that you used to use Mm -hmm. for prayer, they can be with you now. Re- regardless of where you are, they can be with your son or whoever the prayer's going to, if it's a friend of yours that's got a medical mm-hmm. condition or having surgery or whatever, they can be there. So it, it reminds me of Bewitched. You remember how Samantha mm-hmm. Stevens would twinkle her nose and then she'd be wherever she wanted to be? Mm-hmm. It's the same thing in spirit form. So whoever wrote the that <laughs> that, that show, you know, whoever the the showrunner they call it now was, they they knew how that worked. And, <laughs> That's um, so great. And so, and the funny thing is, I used to wish I could do that as a little kid. I loved that show, and I used to wish I could do it, and now I can. <laughs> so. <laughs> I can so like not there physically, but I can be there spiritually, and I, and I can, like when my friend was in surgery. I mean, I could see what the doctors were doing. I could see who was in there with him in the operating room. I could read the anesthesia equipment, make sure his vitals were all fine. So, all the same thing. Mm. It's just all it's just all done spiritually. So, regarding Stan the man. Let's yeah. get him on my radar, and, um, and we'll ask him some questions or see what he has to tell us. Thank about you. That? All right. It's so, so Susie, please tell everybody where you're calling us from. San Francisco Bay Area. Okay. So, I'm going to hook into you. I'm going to raise my vibrational level to the level of spirit, and we're all, as I mentioned, spirits in a body having a human experience, and we vibrate more slowly, Susie, when we're in our bodies, just because the body has mass. Hmm. So, I'm going to raise my vibrational level. That's how I can do the bewitched thing and <laughs> come out to you. I'm going to watch a laser beam head from my body here in Birmingham, Alabama, going to hook into you in the Bay Area. And then I imagine Stan's probably standing right next to you because that's usually <laughs> where they are when we're talking about them. So, here we go. Laser beam's got you. Okay, yep. It's got st- it has Stan. Stan's right there. All right. So, Stan, um, anything you need to tell Susie? Quit fretting
2: about everything. What are you fretting about? <laughs> oh gosh. Well, yeah, I just told my biopsy was done wrong last week and I have, to, I have to have a core biopsy next Tuesday. So there's some stuff there and then some stuff happened with my son. So okay. okay. Let's, I appreciate you hearing that. <laughs> so you're saying quit fretting. Okay. Here's what I can tell you about fretting, Susie.
1: When we think about things that are going to be in the future, our human mm-hmm. brains don't have the capacity to envision all of the potential outcomes.
2: Mm-hmm. And, it,
1: and we, there's no way we can envision that because there are so many variables involved, like somebody took a test wrong or somebody did something wrong in the lab or somebody, you know, let's just use your biopsy as an example. Mm-hmm. So we're making up a story about what's going to happen in the future When we fret about something, right? When we worry about something, Mm -hmm. we're making up a story. So why not make up the story that's a positive thing? Because we're Mm -hmm. making it up anyway, right? Yeah. And it's going (laughs) to help us feel better. Mm -hmm. So when we're worried about something or we're upset about something, we're on the negative vibration frequency, like on the radio channel. If you turn a channel in your car... You know, you're on mm-hmm. the negative frequency, and we're making that up. So let's make up something on the positive frequency, and then we're going to attract that, and it's going to help us feel better instantly. Mm-hmm. Okay? I believe that. So what I've learned oh. is, for myself, is when I feel badly about something, I'm upset, I'm angry, I'm whatever, that's my spirit letting me know I'm not looking at whatever the situation is from the right perspective,
2: -hmm. Okay, Mm -hmm.
1: my perspective is off. And I think of it as a snow globe. You know, just turn it Mm -hmm. around and look at Mm -hmm. the other side. So um, just, just remember, we're making it up anyway, so we might as well make up something that's positive, you know, instead of just all negative stuff, which then it's a domino effect. You know, you have one negative thought, and it leads to another one, leads to another one, leads to another one. Let's have a positive thought that leads to another positive thought, and another positive thought, and another positive thought.
2: Okay. Wonderful. Does he have anything to say to his
1: wife? Uh, um, he's around her all the time. Uh, just keep telling her life is for the living. And mm. uh, he says she's just kind of mopey at times too, and there's no reason to be mopey because he's there all the time. Does she is she into birds or does she have a bird
2: feeder or is she watching birds or what's going on with? I that? have I have birds now, but okay. I'm here. But I don't know. I can ask her about her her and the birds. And okay, so birds.
1: he's he's talking about that. If you watch the birds, maybe this is this is to you, but maybe it's so you can tell her, Suze. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um, you're saying if you watch the birds, that it's going to just bring you joy and it's going to calm you down instantly. If you just sit and watch the birds at the bird feeder, even mm-hmm. for five minutes while you're drinking a cup of coffee or eating a meal or something, mm-hmm. it's going to put things in perspective and it's going to calm you down so he's saying that for her as well to use the birds so that's why he's saying it because you're doing it so he wants you to be sure she's doing it if she's not he wants you to get her to do it
2: Mm -hmm. does that make sense yeah okay Okay. well i can do you have any questions for him um for stan i'm yeah I'm wondering if he, if I mean, I think I know the answer to this, but it would be nice to hear it in his own words. See, his family didn't have a service for him, and I felt really bad about that because he has so many people who love him, and I'm just wondering if he would feel, how, how what he can say about that, because I feel so bad for him not having a service. And I mean, I imagine spirits are okay with anything, but...
1: They I'm don't care. He
2: can say that he didn't they care. Don't care. <laughs>
1: they don't care. They don't care. They don't care. That's for the living. But what he's saying is, have a party.
2: Just have a party. Okay. Okay, in yeah, we're planning honor. to think of doing yeah. that. Have a party in his honor. Okay. We, so, we well, did well, that when
1: my we did that when my father in law died. And he just wanted a party. He didn't want a service. He didn't want a, he didn't want any of that. He just wanted a mm-hmm. party and then he was from LA, born and raised in LA. We were in LA. We had it we rented out this party room at this Mexican restaurant, everybody had a ball, and mm-hmm. we all talked about them, and people who wanted to say something said something, and it was just it was just lovely, but it was a way to tie it up for those that were still living, and I mm. think you could, you could do the same thing,
2: Wonderful. and of course,
1: With- invite his family, so it's a celebration yeah. of life kind mm-hmm. of a thing, and then mm-hmm. you guys can all... Tell
2: Stan stories, and he, and he'll be there, and he'll be enjoying them as much as you guys do. Oh, good. Well, that's wonderful. He's such a wonderful man and such a wonderful friend. I so appreciate his prayers for my son and me. So, good. thank you. Okay.
1: So much. Speaking of your son, and, did he make it to Canada? Because last time you called in, he couldn't find his
2: passport. Yeah, I, I never found the passport and he he did make it, but they when, when I dropped him off at the airport, I had to go back and get him because they said he couldn't fly without the passport. So, he had to change his flight. So, he was up two solid nights driving back and forth. and um, And then now, it was an injury with another player, so he had to be released and come home. So it's been a crazy week, and uh, I still oh, don't know geez. where the passport was, but at least he got emergency one, and uh, so we'll see what happens this week. So um, okay, and and if you have any other time, I'm just curious whether. Um, someone told me that I should absolutely get um, twilight sedation with this core biopsy next Tuesday, and i don 't know whether to keep pushing the doctor or do I just I did leave a message by not her back. Do you get a a yes or no on like whether it 's in my best interest to definitely get the because last time when I had the biopsy, the week before, I could feel everything because the numbing didn't work, so I felt uh-huh. all five, but it was the small needle. And now uh-huh. he says he has to use the big needle, and he said it is really going to hurt this time, but it still hurts uh-huh. from you know, last week. So I wonder if you have that, whether it's in my best interest to really push for the twilight sedation or whether I can just relax my way through the next core biopsy. Next
1: so week. is it in Susie's best interest to get... Twilight sedation when she
2: has her biopsy done next week. I'm getting a yes. Okay, I guess I'll keep following through on it then. So thank you so much, Julie. Bless you. You are most Love welcome. Love okay. Thank you. Thanks,
1: thank you. Susie. Take care. Take care. Thank you. Bye okay.
2: bye. Let's see who our
1: next color our Next color is MJ. Hi, MJ. Hi, how are you doing? I'm well. How are you? Uh, Pretty good, Julie. Good. Um, Please tell everybody where you're calling us from.
3: um, From Rhode Island, a place called Woonsocket, Rhode Island. Yeah. Northern Rhode Island.
1: Terrific. Great time of year to be there.
3: Actually, no, we've just had a heat wave.
1: Well, but I mean, you're not not buried under snow.
3: (laughs) (laughs) No, just like 100 degrees yesterday,
1: Uh, which is unusual. Yeah, but it's summertime.
3: <laughs> You're talking to somebody who likes the snow, so.
1: Oh, gosh. Not me, baby. <laughs> I'm like, I don't do that white stuff. Oh, <laughs> oh geez. Well, we were talking earlier and. And before I started the show, and when MJ came on, I said, MJ, I said, my mom's name was Mary Jo. I said, and she used to sign everything MJR, Mary Jo Ryan. And she's in heaven now. She's probably still signing things in heaven that say MJR. And mm-hmm. my dad was Thomas J. Ryan. And so it was MJR and TJR. And, and I was telling MJ that. And she said, well, guess what my name is? <laughs> <laughs> that is you know, funny. She's a Mary Joe too, which is not that common of a name anymore. No, uh, I know. Maybe it's coming back, you know how the the um young people are all naming their kids like Olivia and Esther and things like that. I haven't seen any Gertrude's or Mildred's or anything like that yet, but Yeah. You know. I don't know if those those names will come back. <laughs> I don't know. Mary Joe might just never <laughs> that's true. Yeah. <laughs> Well, do you have a question for me this evening? um
3: yes, um, my question is about my husband. He's right here he is okay. he's very he's very sick um- and um, I don't know if you want me to tell you what the doctors say is wrong with him, but he's just he's just steadily going downhill um and it's been the past three years. And okay. we've we've been through all kinds of doctors and tests and everything, and nothing seems to be helping.
4: Hmm.
1: Okay. Tell me his name.
3: His name is Mark.
1: Say that again.
3: Mark. M-A-R-C. Mark. Okay. I've got the Rhode Island accent.
1: <laughs> I know. I thought you said Mark. And I thought, like like flying mock speed or I thought, well, maybe jet flying no.
3: or something. Okay.
1: Rhode Island. I hear it
3: all the time.
1: <laughs> I love it, Mark. Okay. So tell me can Mark hear us? Yes, he's right here. Hi Mark. Hi, Julie. How are you, sir? Good thanks. Good. See, I'm turning you into like a top gun pilot flying mock speed.
3: <laughs>
1: mock whatever. So <laughs> Well, tell me what's going tell me a little bit about what's going on, and then I'll get you on my radar and we'll see what's happening.
3: Do you want me to tell you or him? I don't care okay um a couple of years ago, he found out that he had Lyme disease and okay. he he was treated for Lyme disease and when he was taking antibiotics, he started um having speech and um balance and and gait issues so okay. The antibiotics didn't help and eventually um, he went for MRIs and they diagnosed him with the taxier and they blamed different reasons for it and he's still going downhill, multiple problems, and now the doctors say that he has something called multiple system atrophy. And it like he keeps getting worse and worse. Just just different things are falling
1: apart with him. Okay. All right. So that just means they don't know. Right, <laughs> you yeah. know, yep. like you know, mm-hmm. in our educated, best, you know, our best like, educated. Like wash,
3: yeah, like wash, our hands.
1: Yeah. Exactly. Okay, so Mark, what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect into you like I did into Susie out in San Francisco. So we're going coast to coast here. We're coast to coast tonight. <laughs> so I'm gonna I'm gonna hook into you in Rhode Island, and I'm in Birmingham, Alabama. So my laser beam, I'm gonna watch it in my head. It's gonna gonna head north and hook into you. And then what I'm All gonna right. do is I'm gonna shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and it's gonna be as if we're playing Star Trek. <laughs> to see a hologram of you in my head, you know, beam me up, Scotty, kind of a thing. Sure. And and then I'm gonna shoot energy from your feet up through the top of your head, and I'm gonna be shown something. We'll see what comes up. But yeah. um, are they are they saying they think you still have limes, or are they are they off well, of that?
3: I'm seeing a neurologist and she had said MSA, which is multiple system Right. And right now I'm also seeing a line doctor and okay. um getting treated from her. Okay. So, so are you
1: still on massive doses of antibiotics?
3: No. Uh the one doctor has me on uh bicillin and okay. And so anyway, he's on an antibiotic but he was getting worse even with the antibiotics.
1: He was getting he was getting wet, I'm he, sorry?
3: He was getting worse with the antibiotics. Yeah. Yeah. All right.
1: Okay. All right. So here we go, Mark. Here comes my laser beam. Heading from Sweet Home, Alabama, heading up to you in Rhode (laughs) Island. Okay. Here we go. Got you. All right. right. So where's the mold? You're full of mold, my man. You're full, full, full of mold. Have you had a leak in your house? Do you have mold in your house? Do you have mold where you work? What's going on?
3: Could be in a car.
1: You're full of mold. All right. In the car? Your car's moldy? What it yeah,
3: get- probably. Probably, yeah. Probably I had hurricane? In the trunk? No, he has He has a leak in the trunk.
1: Okay. All right. Do you spend a lot of time in your car?
3: No. Yeah, I used to.
1: Not anymore. Okay. All right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to remove the mold. You have mold, so much mold in your system, Mark, that it looks like moss. It looks like dark moss. So... What I'm doing is I'm getting it out of your system. Mold is really toxic. It can cause all those symptoms that you described, and yes. uh, and um, it it, you know, it just baffles the doctors because they don't know how to diagnose it. But. Um, you can you can heal from this, but you gotta remove yourself from the moldy environment. And what I'm gonna do while I have you on the phone is I'm also gonna check your home. Is that where you're spending most of your time now? Yes. All right, I'm gonna check your home too real fast. I'm gonna scan your house and see All right, very as, much, good. as much mold as you have in you, you've been exposed to it for a long time.
3: Wow. So
1: how long have you had your car? Oh
3: well, three or four years.
1: Okay. All right, so um, what I'm doing is I've removed the mold. Underneath the mold, uh, once I get it out of your system, your system just looks raw. You look like if you see uh, an animal that's been hit by a car or a truck or something on the side of the road and the birds start picking at it, that's what yeah. you look like. That's what I see with mold exposure. So a couple of things. MJ, do you have a pen you can write some of this down? Oh, um, Yep.
3: Okay. Hold on one second.
1: All right. the 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 first thing you want to do is you want to go to moldymovie.com. Moldy what? MoldyMovie.com. Okay. Okay. All right. And it's a it's a documentary that you can watch, you know, on your TV if you have a Roku or hook up on the yeah. internet to your TV or watch it online, like on a tablet or on a desktop or something like that. That's right. number one. Number two, there are a couple of um, different sites you can go to that deal with this. And let me grab my sheet here and I'll give that to you. I think if you guys can, I would schedule a private session with me and let me work with you to get healing and stuff going on this. But um, one is uh, survivingmold.com. Mm-hmm and the other one is you want to go to a site called home biotic h o m e biotic like probiotics for the home homebiotic.com mm-hmm. and and they have a non toxic uh, spray that you can spray on moldy things, and it's a bacteria in the spray. It's clear, and it doesn't smell, and it doesn't okay. have any scent to it, and it, the bacteria eats the mold. If you've got that, you're, you've been exposed to major amounts of mold, so, um, you know, I don't know that that's going to help you a whole lot. It may hold it at bay till you can, can remediate. Can you uh-huh. get a different car? Um, well,
3: he's not driving very much because it, that's how bad he is right now. So we only use it once in a while.
1: Okay. Well, I don't think you need to be in it either if it's got that much mold in it.
3: Seriously. Yeah. What? Mm-hmm.
1: Seriously. I see Lyme misdiagnosed all the time for mold. Uh-huh. Or vice, or maybe I said that backwards. I see people that have huge mold exposure, and the docs think they have Lyme. They don't have Lyme, they have mold exposure. The other place that you may want to research is um, functionalmedicine.org. Okay. Um, look, look and see if there's a doctor in your area who's a specialist in treating mold. Uh huh. Mold. Okay, because most well, doctors aren't. They're just not schooled in it, but, Uh um, all right. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to, what we're going to do is we're going to do like a temporary healing just because of time's sake right now, Mark. Um, And I'm watching this, um, white energetic cream get put on all these tender tissues all over your body. Your, your trunk looks like raw meat that somebody has taken claws and just scraped I I can see like these lines of of just um uh, tender tissue that's just is the car is full of it? so sick what's that the car is full of it? is that where you're seeing it's coming from well i don't know i haven't scanned it yet i'm still working <laughs> uh, on his body okay all right sorry some relief oh. no that's all right that sounds like a big dog uh Okay. Mm-hmm. So I'm applying that and um I, what I'm doing is I'm starting to get some tissue to regenerate. I'm putting some stem cell energy in there. Schedule a private consult with me, go to AskJulieRyan.com, dot com and okay. you will see book an appointment, pick a date and a time, so we can have an hour to do a deep yeah. dive on this. That that I think will really help. Okay, okay. so I'm looking at the I'm looking at the car. Yeah, the car's got mold in the trunk. Yeah, it's got mold on the sides, too, and, and on the floor. It's, yeah. I think the car, you guys probably want to want to get a different car. Why does the car have so much mold in it?
3: Because it had a leaking trunk.
1: Okay, so the water, when it rained, was getting in? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I remember after Hurricane Katrina, we had a bunch of uh, people from New Orleans that came over here and came up you know, to Birmingham from New Orleans. And there was a big thing about, you know, don't buy any cars from Louisiana or from the Gulf because, you know, they were all full of mold.
3: Well, I really, yeah.
1: yeah. So it was a problem. All right. Let me, let me look at your house real quick. F- I get you have mold in your house too. So when you guys do a private consult, we'll figure out exactly where it is so I can tell you how to, you know, how to, okay. Instruct the people that come in to do remediation, but as much mold as you have, Mark, that's what's going on.
3: Well, I appreciate it.
1: I believe that's what's happening. Say that again. But, I'm sorry. I
3: appreciate what you're doing.
1: Yes, you bet. All right. We'll look forward to talking with you more at length, and we'll we'll get to the bottom of this. And
3: okay, we'll do.
1: Okay. Thanks for calling in. Thank, Thank you me. so much. Yes. You bet. Take care. Okay.
4: B as in boy, E A M minerals, plural, dot com and use the code Julie Ryan, altogether no space, at checkout, and you'll get 20% off your order. That's Beam Minerals, B E A M minerals.com, and use Julie Ryan at checkout, and you'll get a 20% discount. Give it a try and let me know what you think.
1: Okay, I believe our next caller is from the 404 area code. Is that Atlanta?
0: Yes, it is.
1: Hi there. This is Julie.
0: Hi. Hi, this is Tanya. Thank you so much for taking my call.
1: Hi, Tanya. How are you this evening?
0: I'm doing great. I'm very grateful for being able to get through.
1: Well, good. So I see 404 area code. That makes me think of Atlanta. Are you in Atlanta? Yes, yes, I am. Okay. With cell phones, I mean, you know, you just never know anymore. Somebody could yep. have a Atlanta area code and be in Seattle or someplace. So, <laughs> right. Well, do you have a question for me?
0: I do. Um, I, um, I wanted to ask about my father's spirit, I guess, or... Um my father passed away about 18 years ago, and shortly yeah. before, he, before he did, and he died at a very young age, he was only 58, um, he, he told me that he wanted to talk to me about something. And because okay. of the way he said it, it seemed like some charged conversation or, or difficult conversation, and I was kind of avoiding it. And then uh-huh. a few months later, he died. I know yeah. it wasn't about his health He died suddenly of a stroke. It had nothing to do with that. But I keep wondering, for 18 years, what was it that he needed to talk to me about? Okay.
1: All right. Well, let's get him on the line and we'll ask
0: him. What's his name, Tonya? His name is Gennady. Gennady. Spell that for me. Yes. It's spelled G-E-N-N, like Nancy, Nancy, Mm -hmm. A-D-I. Good Okay, so
1: what nationality
0: is that? Uh, it's Russian. It's a Russian, Russian name. Okay,
1: beautiful. I don't
0: know that I've ever heard it. It's pretty common though.
1: Oh, is it? Okay, I haven't spent any time in Russia, so that's probably why I haven't heard it. So, all right. So here we go. Uh laser beams heading to you in Atlanta from Birmingham which is pretty close. So got you on my radar. Your dad's standing right next to you. So let's just ask him some questions. Did you have something that you wanted to talk to Tanya about before you died? Okay. So you're moving around a lot. What are you doing, girl? Sounds like you're in a wind tunnel.
0: I'm going to stop right now. I was walking as I was walking.. I'm okay, sorry, okay. That's all right.
1: Do you have me on your speaker phone
0: uh, no okay, good. yeah, it stopped
1: when you were when you were um moving, it sounded like you were in the middle of uh, a oh, wind so tunnel. Sorry. No, 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 that's why right? That's why I asked. Okay, so what did you want to tell her? Did you have a boyfriend or a husband or a man in your life at the time? I did. okay. Are you still with them? No. Okay, I don't. That—that's what it was about. He—he <laughs> didn't think you needed to be with him.
0: I'm not. I'm no longer with him.
1: Okay, that's what but he wanted it, to talk to you about.
0: It sounded like something personal for him. No, uh, it, it was it personal felt like... for, for him
1: to talk to you about that—that that he huh. didn't want you with that guy.
0: Huh? He seemed to like him very much. Eh, there was something.
1: Okay. There was something okay. going on. Okay. That's what he's telling okay. me. He he did He wanted wow. to talk to you about him. Wow. Um, so.
0: And, and I also keep wondering. I'm very intuitive, and I do sense things. But my father, whom I loved very, very much, I I can't seem to sense him around me. So I'm wondering: Is he around? What kind of sign can I have? He's or, saying
1: all the time. He's around you all the time. Okay. So what? What can you? Tell Tanya so she'll know. She's okay. He's saying, <laughs> This sounds like it's a wonderful life. The movie that's on at Christmas time, right. you know, with Jimmy Stewart. Yes. He's saying, Whenever you hear a bell, he's saying wow. a phone ring, a bell in mm-hmm. wherever. He's oh, my saying, goodness! I just
0: bought a bell. I bought a bell like a month ago just to clear the energy. There you go. I've been ringing the bell quite often. Whenever
1: you hear a bell, he said, whenever you're in a store and it's somebody else, you know, their phone's ringing or any kind of a bell, you hear a church bell, you hear a hand bell, you hear a trolley car bell, you hear any kind of bell. Um, And he's saying that you are very auditory that you hear things and that's how you remember things. And so he's saying that that pay attention to that. When you have that, then that's gonna open up your other senses. So you'll be able to feel him, feel him, you'll be able to see him, I bet, eventually. If you okay. if you think you see him out of the corner of your eye, you mm-hmm. are. If okay. you think if you think you smell him, if you think you hear him Something like that. So he's saying the bell is going to get you adapted to it, and once you get adapted to it and you believe it, then the rest of it's going to come in.
0: Oh, wow. Thank you so much. Can I ask you another very quick question? Sure. Yeah, If absolutely. he has anything to say, I'm facing a very, very um, tough final court hearing in about two weeks, and okay. it's been a tremendous uh, past two years. It's very difficult. I was wondering if he had any... Any ins- any insight as to how it's going to turn out, or or any kind of um, insight, I guess.
1: Well, in the middle of you asking the question, he said you'll win.
0: Oh my goodness! Yeah, I just got goosebumps. Thank
1: yeah, you. Yeah, I did too. I did too mm-hmm. on that. So call back mm-hmm. in and let us know. And oh, and I will. Here's the thing on future events, Tanya. Like what I was telling was telling Susie, our first caller, I don't know if you got a chance to hear yes. that. Um, mm-hmm. When things are in the future, there are so many variables that come into play that it can change. Him telling sure. us you're going to win, that's at this moment in time based on how things look, right? Sure. Things can change, so nothing is set in stone That's in future. Things that are happening at this moment get set in stone. Things that are in the past are set in stone. But future things at this moment in time, you always got to preface it with that. He's saying you'll win.
0: Sure. Well, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. You are so welcome. Thanks for calling in. Absolutely. Thank you so much for everything you're doing. You help so many people. Thank you. Oh, take care. Bye-bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye. -bye.
1: All righty. We got a caller from, it says, British Columbia. Hi, this is Julie. Who's this? Hi, it's Carolyn. Hi, Carolyn. How are you?
5: I can't believe I'm talking to you. I've been trying to talk to you, and I just, this is wonderful.
1: Terrific. Well, I'm glad I'm talking to you, too. So are you really in British Columbia?
5: Yes, yeah, I'm in British Columbia, Canada.
1: Terrific well hmm. that was that was easy. I said we got to call her from british columbia, so you didn't I didn't even have to wait for you to tell me where you were calling from. so okay. well, you got a question for me? Yes, um, I would like
5: to see if I can um connect with my mom sure Sure. what's her name uh her name is um
1: I'll say Mary Margaret because she went by both okay so Mary Margaret. All right, so what I'm going to do is I'm going to connect into you, like what you heard me say with the other callers, and uh, so that's a long way from sweet home Alabama, but here we go. <laughs> oh It's going fast. Mark, Mark, I'm talking about you. mock speed. My laser beam's going. All right, so got you. Okay, your mom's standing right next to you. Okay, do you have some questions for her? Yes, when she... Um
5: when she was on her her deathbed and um, it, I was in the room with her alone my sister had stepped out and mom looked at me and she started crying and she said I have a secret I want to tell you and she was really really upset crying and before she had a chance my sis my older sister walked in and she just stopped and like she passed the next day and and, you know, it's been like four years, and it's it's played on my mind, I guess, like the last caller there, right? And, right. And um, I just, I don't know, I just wonder, I can't imagine my mother having any secret that's really bad, because she said it's really, really bad. And I'm like, Mom, it can't be that bad. And she said, it is. But I can't imagine my mother having a bad secret, because she was such a beautiful person. So I just, I wonder.
1: Well, what just came in and my legs were vibrating when it did come in, which is just validation. I call those God bumps. Carolyn, when I get, you know, information and when it vibrates in my legs, it's kind of a sign that I've come to acknowledge over all these years I've been doing this work. And what I got was I'm adopted. I'm adopted. So let's find out if, you know, if maybe she was adopted or somebody else was adopted or... Does that make sense that, to
5: you? Does no, that make any
1: sense? No, not at all. Not okay. at all. She was, she was the firstborn
5: of her, she's the oldest sibling. They're all okay. passed now. But, and yeah. And she had a younger sibling that, like, has looked identical. She looks like, they all look alike. Hmm. And I know it's not me because she was, you know, I know she was pregnant with me and I have...
1: I'm the ninth of 10 kids, so I know I'm not adopted. I know know none of of us are adopted, so I don't know. Okay, so I just said, said, who's adopted? Were you adopted? And she's saying yes. All right, so is there a possibility that maybe her father that you knew as your grandfather perhaps was, you know, your grandmother's second husband or something, and he adopted her? I don't know. Something about adopted. That's what she's saying. Oh, wow. She's yeah, on this adopted thing, like, strongly. Um, okay. So, what can you tell us about this, with this adopted thing, or is there something else? She's said it four times now. I was, I'm adopted. I was adopted. Uh, oh I'm shocked. Okay. Yeah, well... Uh, that would be interesting to see, you know. And you could probably research some records on that. Maybe your grandmother was married before. I don't. That's the only thing I'm getting. And that's okay. me. That's just trying to intellectualize what was happening. She, let's let's ask her some more questions.
5: Her? Yeah, like it does. Um, does she know who her parents were or her, her, who?
1: She said my dad wasn't my real dad. That just I she just told huh? me that. So, um, wow, you're gonna have like a you're gonna have like a secret agent. <laughs> yeah, and like
5: you said, gonna, all all her family is past, right?
1: Yeah. Can you but ask you're
5: her probably- if, if she, is she with her her family, like her brothers and sisters? She was she loved them. She was the oldest. Mm-hmm. And she loved her family, all of her mm-hmm. brothers and sisters. Is she with them? Is she with my aunt mm-hmm. Caroline? Mhm.
1: Mhm. Who was the third? Who was the third sister? Was that Carol? Uh
5: no, no. The third one was uh, Pauline,
1: I do believe. Okay, she's with Pauline the most. She said I'm with my third sister the most, and with okay. she's with her family altogether, But she's she said I'm with my third sister. Most of the time. Okay. okay. Wow. So, uh, big families there. All right. So, where can Carolyn find some information to corroborate what you're telling us? She said at the museum. Sometimes museums have historical records. That you might be able to find something. The other thing is, I have a friend who's a genealogist too, Carolyn, and I know Mm -hmm. she gosh, she comes up with amazing historical stuff in doing her genealogy work. And if you if you know somebody who's a genealogist you may want to talk with them or if you want my friend's name, email me com, and I'll, I'll get the two of you in touch and she, she does it for fun. She'd probably love to research that kind of stuff, but she, okay. um uh, that's what I'm getting. So wow. how about that for a surprise?
5: That's amazing. <laughs> amazing. Yeah, that's what I'm getting. And, and you know, this is not why I called in. I wasn't going to ask you that. And this question just when I was waiting to see if I was going to get on, just came into my mind, like popped right into my mind, and I'm like, ooh, where did that come from?
1: That's because you were (laughs) supposed to ask it.
5: Uh, It must be, yeah. I think it's interesting
1: that she didn't want to say it in front of your sister, but she wanted to say it in front of you. You might want to ponder that some and uh, see what's up with that. Yeah,
5: I guess that's why it's always played in my mind because – you know, I I I didn't think it had anything to do with my sister, and um, but you know, I'm thinking that her real mother was was her aunt because she she always had a a really special bond with with her mother's sister, but I think it was her half sister or something, and she did, actually did mention that too.
1: Well, you, there's some investiga- there's some investigative uh, digging you need to do, girl,
5: and see oh, what you can find is. out,
1: yeah. and then call yeah. us back and let us know.
5: <laughs> oh, well, I actually have a session booked with you, a, a, a private Oh, fabulous! So yeah, for okay. the nineteenth, so I'm really excited about talking to you one-on-one, yeah. you know, privately. Me too.
1: Me too. Go do some research, and then we'll, you know, we'll get, we can get clarification on what you find, and uh, and then we'll, you know, get some more clues for you, so we can do a deep yeah. dive on what you want. That'll be a blast.
5: Yeah, for sure. Okay. Well, yeah. thank you very much for taking my call.
1: Thanks it was for a calling in. Talking to you. You okay. too. Have you in the 19. Take care. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Okay. We do this show every Thursday night, even on holiday weeks, you guys. And uh, thank you for those of you who called in tonight during a holiday week. Uh, it's at 8 Eastern, 7 Central, and 5 Pacific. And you can find this information a bunch of different places. Uh, first of all, everywhere that you download podcasts, iTunes, Stitcher, iHeart, I think we're on 40 different networks, so it's in the show notes. We're also on YouTube. That's It's in the show notes there, too. You can also go on my site, AskJulieRyan.com, scroll down to the bottom of the homepage, and you'll see the uh, call-in information there. I, I post it on social media every Thursday, just to remind everybody. Instagram, I'm at Ryan. Facebook. I'm going to ask Julie Ryan, and then uh, while you're on my site too, sign up for my blog because it's a question that's been submitted, and then I answer it in on the, in the body of the email. It has all this call in information too. And while you're there, that's where you can book an appointment at AskJulieRyan.com. Just click book an appointment. You pick a, a date and time, and then we'll have a whole hour to talk about whatever you want and. It can be a multitude of things. We can do a medical scan. We can talk to deceased loved ones. We can do past life stuff, spirit guides, scan your pets, whatever time allows. It's your hour. And since I'm a businesswoman and a buffet of psychicness who learned how to do woo-woo, we can do whatever you want. As long as it's legal and ethical, just thought I would better add that. Okay, speaking of questions that have been submitted online, this one came from Joanna, and she lives in Montgomery Village, Maryland, and she said, Hi, Julie. My husband and I moved to Maryland in October of 2017 from Puerto Rico. They probably got nailed in the hurricane, is my guess. Since we arrived, he's been looking for work and has not found anything. He would like to work as an independent IT consultant and have his own business. What do spirits think regarding this? Thanks, Joanna. And here's my response. Hi, Joanna. To get in touch with your husband's spirit guides, I first energetically connected to you and then through you to him. All seven of his main spirit guides were standing in a horseshoe formation behind him. They were all males dressed in long white gowns and had long white hair and beards. They resembled Dumbledore in the Harry Potter movies or Gandalf in the Lord of the Rings movies. That's how they initially appear to me so I can recognize them as spirit guides. Then once I focus on a particular spirit guide, it morphs into what it looked like in a lifetime that corresponds with what it's advising about. So spirits don't have a sex. A sex is a a human thing. Spirits are just energy. Angels are just energy. They don't have a sex either. But when I focus on them, like I said, they all look like Dumbledore or Gandalf. And, and then when I focus on each individual one, then they'll morph into what they look like, male or female, in the dress that they wore in the lifetime that pertains to whatever they're advising the person about, which is really wild. All right, back to my answer. Your husband's main spirit guide's name is Walter. And I didn't ask if that was his first name or his last name, but then it went on and I figured out it was his last name. He was British. He was born in 1932 and was a mathematics professor at the University of Bath in England. Professor Walter said, your husband has an unusually robust aptitude for complicated mathematical equations, which sets him apart from other IT professionals. That was Professor Walter's Those were his words. Uh, This man has an unusually robust aptitude for complicated mathematical equations. I'm thinking, okay. He recommended your husband find a way to incorporate this asset into his resume. He also suggested your husband consider teaching at a local community or technical college because he believes your husband would enjoy it, and in order to network with companies, that are coming to the college hoping to hire soon-to-be graduates for various job positions they have open. Lastly, Professor Walter proposed the idea of your husband being willing to work as an employee for a company. He thought this could open doors and potentially lead to a consulting job down the road. Hope this information helps. Good luck. So that's a great example of a spirit guide showing up looking like Father Time, you know, old man white hair white beard white gown and then when i when i ask the question one of the spirit guides who are usually in a horseshoe position behind the person asking the question and when i ask a question then the spirit guide that's advising on whatever that question is steps forward and then they morph into what they looked like in the lifetime they lived. So in this case, professor Walter looked like a professor from England and he, he just, you know, had on a tweed jacket and that kind of stuff. And, um, and it was interesting to me that he was a math professor and he was talking about um, Joanna's husband's ability in math, his like superpowers for math. So, That made sense to me because here's this math professor in a former lifetime advising this guy in this lifetime that he needs to incorporate his math abilities into the job search so that potential employers know that he has that ability and it's a a differentiator between him and other people that are applying for the same job. So anyways, that's a long explanation to Joanna's question. Thanks, Joanna, for providing that with that we're about out of time on this holiday week thank you to all the callers who who uh, got to talk to you this evening for joining us thanks to all of you for listening gina 3606 email me com. we'll figure out when we're going to do your free session and to everybody else listening do those three easy things Follow me on Instagram at AskJulieRyan. Write a review about why you like the podcast on iTunes at AskJulieRyan. And subscribe to my blog at AskJulieRyan.com. And then you'll be uh, in the running for the drawing, which I'll do on the first Thursday of next month in August. So everybody have a great weekend. Enjoy the beautiful summer weather. And I'll talk to you soon. Take care. Bye now.